Selections help make a house and home. But how can you efficiently navigate your clients through a daunting decision-making phase? Welcome to The Better Way, a podcast by Builder Trend. I'm your co-host, Zach Watovich, and here you'll learn to simplify and organize the way you run your construction business and make meaningful changes to achieve your goals. There's a better way to plan your projects, the Builder Trend way. This season, my co-host Brett Jones and I dive deep into strategies to start projects the right way. In this episode, here are ways to minimize headaches and prime your selections process for success. Welcome back to The Better Way. Zach Watovich here with Brett Jones, who joined me last time. Just a reminder, he's with me all season. So, Brett, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me, Zach. Really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks for getting on with us today to talk about getting started with selections, a piece of builder trend that takes a little time to get up and running, but once you do, there's a ton of potential to unlock, so let's get into it a little bit. Sounds great. First off, what's your impression of selections? What, what do you like about it? What What are some of the things we want to be aware of uh, for our customers? Yeah, I think you need to be patient. Um, selections is probably the most robust tool in Builder Trend, meaning you can customize it however you'd like to, depending on what type of contractor, builder, um, specialty contractor you might be. So be patient and work with your coach to understand the best way to structure that because, again, like Zach, like you said, man, um, it's going to take a lot of legwork in the beginning, but once it's set up, it's set up. And it touches on what we talked about last time, which is templating is going to be a huge piece of that. So we're going to get there in a second. And if you get one thing out of season five, it's use templates and it's no different for selections, but you're going to do the work to get it up to speed. What are the benefits, Brett, of using the selections? Like, what are you going to get for the the sweat that you put into it? Yeah, absolutely. I think selections, um, as you guys know, lots of hands are involved, right? This leads to a lot of inaccuracy and miscommunications and more accurate expectations in the long haul for you, your clients, and your internal team. Yeah, I think when we sell selections to our customers, we sell this vision of an online experience for your customers be able to log in and check out hey, what did you pick i mean that's it's probably the most exciting part of building a house absolutely being able to see your finishes your hardware your cabinet color your tile and you can really get ahead of that with your customer by having these things proactively put into the program through a template to kind of create consistency and really to take off a lot of the load that comes with selections i mean I've worked with selection coordinators. I know you have, Brett. It's a laborious process managing selections, and you can channel a lot of that energy and that communication into the selections tab. There's a lot of moving parts to it. There's some preferences that you need to be aware of. For example, if you set up allowances, if you set up uh, categorizations, if you think of how you go through and look at a house, how do you think about building? Do you think about it room by room? Do you think about it by category of material that you're purchasing. But if you can wrap your head around it, you're going to get a ton of value on what Brett touched on, which is accuracy. That's a huge problem. When a communication hap- miscommunication happens, people say, I know this was the tile I picked. Like, no, it's not. And now you're in a discrepancy and you've already ordered the, the tile and, and things start to break down very quickly. You can avoid all that by having them choose it in builder trend or at least acknowledging that it has been chosen by finalizing the approval of it on builder trend. Absolutely. Fantastic client facing tool. Um, and like to your point, you can structure it however you guys like to tons of organizational tools in there and it really is completely customizable to whatever type of company you are. So, um, definitely explore that option. How many templates have you set up for selections on your, your visits? 
Oh man, I've done about 130 visits at this point. I'd say selections are encompassing of probably 85, 90% of my visits. So they come up a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, I've I've had my fair share of creating selection templates for people and and it goes back to some of the things we talked about in episode one where you want to think about what do you actually do from a company standpoint? So you need to look at how do you operate today and how do we take that and translate it into the builder trend language? So I'd always recommend to people on the templates to set up, if you're a remodeler, you have a remodeler selection template with your most commonly purchased items that people pick. Uh, if you're a production builder, it becomes a little more standard for you. And you think about, you know, we have, we have packages. So, you know, good, better, best. You can set it up that way. And then the trickiest one, because kind of like what we talked about previously, custom home builders, they'll tell us, well, I can't use selections because I'm custom. False. It's <laughs> everything, everything is different. But as Brett so eloquently said, it's not really true. I always like to explain to clients that selections are kind of like a collaboration folder system that lets you get ahead of those communication and visual acknowledgements. There's a lot of other things within it too. You can upload the photos. You can upload um, any sort of documentation from the vendor. You can upload their links to their websites. You can do all types of things to show what's out there on the market. And what you recommend even. So even if you are a custom home builder, um, getting it into the system as the final step to say, like, we've made a final decision is still really powerful in terms of planning and getting ahead of where you want to go. And I think another piece to the selection side of things is deadlines. How many people are, in your experience, don't set dates on when they need their finishes by? Um, a lot of them. Uh, I think it's really critical. I think clients sometimes aren't familiar with the construction process and a good way for them to hinder the total production piece and make sure that they get into their house on time is selections and make sure they're getting done on time and they're accurate. And yeah, <laughs> selection deadlines are huge. Yeah. One of the other cool things too, that as something we'll get to down in the future, but is an important piece is scheduling itself can tie to your selections. So if you think about it from just an administration piece, when you are using builder trend, you should be using your schedule and that schedule should influence those deadlines on the selections themselves. So if something changes down on the project, it doesn't mean that, you know, your selections are completely delayed um, because, Hey, we've moved the date back on when those things need to be decided by. Absolutely. I think it's just a part of setting expectations with your client. If it's constantly in front of their face and giving them reminders of that particular deadline, they're going to be on top of it. It's where that miscommunication comes in is where you're not contextualizing it and you're not documenting it somewhere. So how, th how can they possibly keep track of all those deadlines? Yeah. If you look at your selection process and it is a Excel spreadsheet that you record the information on separate tabs, we would really encourage you to try and move that out of a saved document that could ultimately be wrong because something changed, it wasn't communicated, and then the supply uh, of information is required to be sent via email, you really can can evolve into a more dynamic process by using builder trend selections to go through and, and really 
build something that is repeatable and able to be continuously updated, but then everybody's using the most up-to-date file or area of the program that, that reflects that. So let's go back a little bit to if I'm a custom home builder or remodeler, where, how do I use it? What, am I still able to use selections? Like what are the strategies that you give builders when it comes to implementing selections? Definitely. Well, to your point too, Zach, you, you talk a lot about systematizing and processes. So really it starts with that particular builder's process. I don't really group people into, oh, you're a custom home builder. You should use it this way. Or you're a remodeler or you're a spec builder. You should use it this way. Every company is completely different. So I think it's fair to say that we need to have that conversation about your process and what that looks like. First and foremost, I always ask people is what is your current selections process? And by doing that, typically it's an Excel spreadsheet of some sort where they're, they have some sort of boilerplate template. I can easily manipulate and um, mold that to fit within builder trend. So that's kind of the first step. But then the second one is just, again, talking about that process and just figuring out the pieces around um, how you would like to structure that. What organization would you like to see working with that selections coordinator to make sure that it's easy to efficiently and effectively find those items and add them in? Yeah, I think and there's, and there's definitely a learning curve to it too, because you're, you're going to have to teach yourself the, the processes that go into setting up these things. And then when you get a new client, they've never logged into Builder Trend more than likely. And so in making sure that you actively have a plan in place to make sure that your customers know what the selection system is, uh, is another piece that is worth exploring. I've had clients who will literally create their own word document of here's how you use builder trend, or you can have your customers call into builder trend support or watch our videos. We've got a lot of resources to help buttress what you're trying to accomplish with your clients. You don't have to do it alone, but having protocols to be able to say, here's what we do. Here's where it lives. Here's what your options are going to be. If you give them the option to go pick it things out on their own, how do you hand off that information? How do they get it back into builder trends so that your subs and other groups are actually able to view it and do what they need to do. Speaking of that, do we see many people doing that with their subs and, and designers? Like when you're on the road training people, like what's the collaborative aspects of the selection systems within builder trend that people can benefit from? Yeah. You're just talking from a macro level as far as communicating as a whole, whether it is subs. Yeah. Like selections. what can you do within the program with your subs on selections or if you're a client, like what's that experience like for them? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, at the end of the day, um, a lot of the functionality does surround getting your subs and vendors on board because in a perfect world, not only is the internal users, um, on builder trend, from your company standpoint, but the homeowner is as well, but then also those hubs and vendors. It's a perfect cohesive and collaborative environment at that point. But basically what you can do is you can associate your vendors and your installers on each selection. That way when something is chosen, um, they're getting a notification in real time that this has been chosen and they can go ahead and order it or um, get a purchase order to install it at a particular point in time. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. So you're able to assign them to these areas. You know, if, if you have a sub, who doesn't need to know what the appliance package is because he's the electrician or whatever, they're not going to be bothered with that information. So they're getting pertinent information to make it so that they're filled in on what they need. Obviously your project manager is going to be able to see everything and your, your, your client, your designer, whomever is like the, the driver of the project, but those end people who just need to know like, what am I buying or what is being bought? What needs to be installed? When does it need to be installed by? 
And I think one of the pieces that I really think is cool about our selections that I see used quite a bit is the ability to message within the selection. Yeah, absolutely. You're referring to like comments? Yeah. Comments are amazing. They're just not limited to selections. They're applicable to all facets of Builder Trend. Great internal communication tool and making sure that when you're, instead of sending somebody a text message and saying, hey, did you order this material? Or hey, are you installing this material? you can comment directly on that particular selection, notify that specific sub vendor installer, and uh, that information will go directly to their phone, tablet, whatever it might be. And it's just very specific to that particular job, that particular selection, without them having to chase people around and find exactly what we're referring to when you send them a text or give them a phone call. Yeah, I always made that case to clients that, hey, if, if someone has a question about a specific piece of a project and they're just, there's a stream of text messages asking questions. It's really hard to go back into your text thread with that person to be like, oh, when did you ask about this? Or like, what's the information about this? By using the comment system within the selection, there's no miscommunication. There's no confusion about like what they're asking about. It's like, oh, he's asking this question about this particular piece. From a, from a planning standpoint, it makes it a lot easier to have these things pre-built out to be able to make sure that, that you know there's there's options available and putting it in front of the sub and saying here's here's kind of like where I need you to be able to do and see and where everything kind of ties together. But once you do that, now instead of them reaching for their cell phone calling you, which we acknowledge it's still going to happen occasionally, but over time you build this into your culture, your practice. This is what the expectations are, and those things become less frequent because they just know I'll go to Builder Trend clients. It's a little bit different. They're new every time, and and there's different levels of 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 people who will ultimately be able to use this technology. But that kind of comes back on having a system for yourself to say we're going to walk our clients through this at every sales pitch. This is what you'll do, or if the, at the contract signing, we're going to give you a ten minute demo on how to use selections or how to favorite things through selections. There's a lot to learn and it, you got to understand too, you, you'll need some time to be able to go through and get through the feature and learn kind of what the pieces of it are. But once you do that, I think the benefits are pretty clear, Brett. What, like, what do you get for being proactive in your selections process from your perspective? Like what, what do customers ultimately achieve by doing this? Yeah, plain and simple. It's worth the work to set these things up, set those expectations with the client that, hey, this is what we run our whole customer lifecycle through. And at the end of the day, they can log in, they can see those selections in real time, they can see what they chose, what the cost is, the difference between their allowances. Um, it's a fantastic tool. I'm going through the home building process right now. And just because I'm really familiar with it, it's going great. But I think there are some things that could be done better. And I think selections is one of them. I'm always asking my fiance, hey, what did we choose? Exactly. What, what, what did we choose for that tile? What was the backsplash? What was the color? All that can be documented in real time. If I just log into builder trend and see right there. Are, are you saying your builder's not on builder trend right now? <sighs> They're not. You're going to, um, we're going to be sending a, uh, this episode to them. <laughs> like, Hey, Brett just put you guys on blast. You know, I tried to talk to them, man. I mean, they have their own third party software and actually it's their own proprietary software. I'd be curious to see what it costs them to uh, maintain that. But I let them know that if they ever want to graduate to the next level, maybe I'm offer them a little deal, uh, maybe a little free consulting uh, on the side. I, what do you think? I'm not opposed to that. I don't want to incriminate myself here or anything, but <laughs> we'll we'll make sure we get it cleaned up. No no need to to be worried there on on things you shouldn't be saying. We you know we're good. 
All right, everybody, that's it for our selections process. Thank you so much for joining us. Check us out on the next episode where we're going to dive a little deeper onto building accurate project timelines. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to The Better Way. If you're a Builder Trend customer, schedule training to learn more. All listeners, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to The Better Way wherever you get your podcasts and visit buildertrend.com slash podcast to sign up for the email notifications when the next season drops and explore our other podcasts, The Building Code. Up next on The Better Way, we'll explore the must-haves of accurate project timelines.